Welcome to the BYOK Live, where we discuss the trending stories, strangest dilemmas, and real life topics. Okay now, lovelies, let's get into some things. Hello, 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 and it is Monday. Happy Monday. It is October 3rd, 2022 at 10.02 p.m. I am slightly late, slightly late. Um, long story short, I'm playing in Photoshop. I am trying to remove the glare from glasses. If you know how to do that, please contact me at www.beyourownkind.com or info at beyourownkind.com. I'm really trying to figure this out. Really trying to figure this out. Anyway, how was everybody's weekend? It was super, um, I had a super like laid back weekend. Like nothing like real, like extreme or anything like that. Just chilling and trying to catch up on some things and play around basically with like Photoshop and stuff like that. So still learning Photoshop. It is not easy. It's not for the week. I almost feel like I need to take a class. I'm on the verge of taking a class. So anyway, it is October and it is Breast Cancer Month. Before we get into all of that, if you are on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe, hit that follow button and notifications. If you are on Twitch, don't forget to follow. You can always get on my site at www.beyondkind.com. Also, you can find me on all social media my most social media platforms using the moniker at be your own kind 24 and please remember that you are the most fantastic person that you will ever know and ever encounter and i don't ever want you to forget that if you are feeling generous and you like what you see it is not a requirement but you can tip your girl a matcha tea at kofi ko-fi.com backslash be your own kind 24 Okay, so before we get into the news, this is uh, something that I want to share because I'm super excited. I think I'm freezing. What happened? Uh oh. What happened? I'm frozen, y'all. Let me see. I don't know what's going on. Oh my God, I am frozen. Can you see me now? Okay, I don't know. Looks like my phone, my computer took a little break and maybe it's just sick of me. I don't know what happened. I froze there for a minute real quick. But before I get into the rest of the news, just want to say this is October Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And this um, month is so near and dear to my heart for I have lost some people um due to breast cancer and i have um celebrated with some people that have remission through breast ca breast cancer so october is really important important so i always say think pink in october um be your own kind we do have some items from this this warrior bracelet the blessed bracelet this is a water bottles um this one says faith love and hope save the boobies which is my favorite mug all of these items if you do purchase on the store um, a percentage will be given to the Breast Cancer um, American Cancer Society. So be sure to support the store. Um, and it, some of those proceeds will be um, donated there. I'll donate either way. But I thought that this was a way um, for people to also give back at first. Um, all right. So let's get into 
Tuesday. I feel like I'm talking fast. I'll slow down a little bit. So, <laughs> um, you know, I'll just mind of my business on YouTube. And then I read this, that Elon Musk reveals the first prototype of Tesla's humanoid robot. Look at this. I don't know if I can make this bigger. I wish I could. This is iRobot. Has anybody seen this movie? Anybody seen the iRobot? This is not good. I think the bot got some moves too. So he's doing basic movements. And basically what it's saying, I'll pause it. Basically what it's saying is the robot will cost less than $20,000. So it's affordable. It's almost like like a, like you're buying a, a car, a compact car. The robot can be simple, can do simple tasks like carrying boxes. Elon Musk thinks the humanoid robot can help millions of people because if it works, the world will have what he calls a future of abundance, a future where there is no poverty, where people can have whatever you want in terms of products and services. So this robot will be ready in 2020, well, in three years. So, um, yeah, 2025. So, um, yeah, people probably are saving up their coins and there's probably like options to take out loans or finance a robot. This is the future. I don't really have too much two cents um, besides like conspiracy things like because I have watched iRobot. That's all I want to say about that. If you've seen iRobot you would completely understand why I'm like, what? Speaking of uh, what is going on, Barney, Barney, like Barney was my childhood. You know, you were special, you're the only one. Now they're saying that it is a documentary coming out to talk about the dark side of one of the most beloved children's, children's uh, show. This is crazy. So Barney and Friends first appeared on PBS in April 1992. It quickly became one of the most well-known children's shows of all time while launching the acting careers of pop stars such as Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato. Though it was very popular among its intended audience, it received a lot of backlash from adults. Clearly, I was a kid and didn't know nothing about this. In upcoming two-part docuseries, I Love You, You Hate Me, cast members are revealing what it was like to work on the set of the beloved kids show and how they reacted to becoming targets of hate on The Barney Show. Um, they were violent and explicit, says Bob West, a Barney performer, about the threats he received. They were going to come and find me, and they were going to kill me. What? In the show's trailer, you hear someone say Barney stands for inclusion acceptance, later followed by a question, why does the world love to hate? I love you, you hate me. It's set to premiere on peacock on october october 12th i'm definitely for it i got to watch this and i gotta write about it i just finished the Dahmer um netflix series and i want to write about it but then i don't because it was disturbing like i usually follow like true crime stuff but i never really paid attention to Dahmer. you know come to find out he is like super infamous like um for doing the things that he did and i just I don't know. I can tell you all about Bundy, but I can't tell you too much about um, Dahmer. Um, it was it was really disturbing uh, to watch that. But Barney, things were going bad with Barney. Like, I love you. You love me. Uh, I guess I need to let it go, right? You know, 
it's, it's just unbelievable. So as you know, um, should we do a commercial? Maybe we should do a commercial. I'll be right back. Y'all, it's your girl, Miss Michi, checking in with my girl, Renita, from Be Your Own Kind. You know that's my sis. Make sure that you tune in every Thursday to The Blueprint Live at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, live on Facebook and YouTube. And then you can catch me on Florent Radio, Philly Jams 95.3, Indie 101.5, and Mixed Talk Media. And I'm available anywhere that you listen to podcasts, okay, and your radio shows. So get on it, okay? Let's do this. I love to connect with you and promote what you got going on let's get it if you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the blueprint live visit the bpmediacode.com today okay 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 she does everything make sure you go to contact at missmichi.com if you're interested in any of the services that she offers. she also goes live every thursday 6 30 p.m central standard time on facebook and on youtube so get into it get into it I don't know what my lip gloss is, so I'll be lipping, licking my lips. So, as you know, there is was a terrible, terrible flooding um, in Florida, which I saw a little bit of clips today where um, boats are collided, and well, because of a tornado, boats are collided and houses were destroyed and things of that sort. Um, which, why this next story is a fool to me, like a, a broad fool. Like, so apparently it says um, the shade room. Uh, reacts social media calls out the dz family after they are accused of faking a rescue during the flooding in florida first of all who are the dc people so before i even get into like what they did i just wanted to like share who they were because i had no idea who the dc family was dnz family apparently it is a beautiful family of four as you can see um, so they're really popular. They have about over 10,000 followers. Well, no, over uh, 93,000, I'm sorry, followers. So they're very popular, you know. So I don't really understand why they did, you know, what they did. So enough of that because that was sweet. Beautiful family doing crazy things during a hurricane. I, I just don't understand it. So let's get into what they did. So popular social media family, the DZ family, is currently facing backlash after they are being accused of faking the rescue of a family member during the flooding that has taken place in Florida. For those who may not know, the couple behind the family's page is Desiree and Zay, oh, D&Z, um, in a series of videos posted on their TikTok page, they acknowledged that they had to evacuate due to the flooding that is currently going on as a result of Hurricane Ian. That's his name. I couldn't think of the hurricane name. The couple shared videos of the rain and the flooding that began to occur in the area. They then shared a video letting their followers know that they were trying to rescue Zay's mother. They shared she was in town for their gender reveal and that she had been staying at a hotel. And they were trying to get to her, but it was hard due to the flooding. His mom also shared a video showing that she had been stuck between two bodies of water. In the end, they shared that they found her walking in the water and they were able to rescue her. However, some fans began to call them out and accuse them of faking the whole incident. Can you believe that? When they are people in Florida that really needed help. I mean, I saw it on the news. Like, it's really bad. Some fans also pointed out that they spotted Zay's mom standing next to Desiree in an early video when they first began to document their experience. Swipe to see what folks unfolded and some folks had to say. So let's let's refresh this and see what's going on. Category four is moving off when they just knocked on our door and told us to evacuate. So I'm getting everything to the car. Please pray for my family. 
and um, it's starting to flood where we stay at right now. So just pray. I'll show I'm stuck in the water. And Isaiah's trying to come around and get me. Like, literally, so. I can't go nowhere. <sighs> this is so much. As y'all can see, there's water coming by. Somebody coming by. There he is. Oh, my. I'm going to get me. But should they be going? All right, y'all. So, my mom was visiting from the gender reveal. She's at a hotel. We're trying to get to her, but it's currently super flooded. I'm trying to show you all. Y'all, we literally cannot get to her. All right, y'all. So my mom was visiting from the gym. Guys, I'm really stuck between two bodies of water. Guys, it's this side and this side. I'm literally stuck. Guys, I really started walking now. Um, it looks like I'm getting close. I think I'm right about a double tree, son. This I'm about a double like tree. It's getting hectic out here. Guys, I'm really stuck. Okay. She go right there. This mom. So the DZ family lying about being caught in a hurricane is so cringy and to watch because why y'all taking it that far? Um, how now how was the mom missing if she was next to the baby mama? This not the mom, DZ family. The next three videos talking about searching for my mom. So they're saying she was, oh, she did have on the pink hoodie when the girl was talking. Shut up. Let's go back to. She go right there. This even know this all right, y'all. So category four is moving already. Just not the door. everything to the car. Please pray for my family. And um, it's starting to flood where we stay at right now. So. Just pray. I just want to see if I'm stuck in the water. And Isaiah's trying to come around and get me. Like, literally, so. I can't go nowhere. This is so much. As y'all can see, there's water coming by. Oh, that was the mom. That was the mom. Because she had pink. She go right there. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was the mom. So they say, but the next three videos they have after they helped find the mom, did they make the mom walk in a hurricane for clout? DZ family, then all before the video's comments are off. I can't believe the DZ family live in Orlando doing that lame stuff for clout on TikTok. Who lies about being stuck in the flood? Apparently they do. Block DZ family on TikTok. The DZ family on TikTok is a mess. They faking this hole. They stuck in the flood. And I can't, I hate that for them. The clout is one hell of a drug. So I do agree because if the people that were really stuck in a hurricane and really, you know, needed help, they didn't have time to TikTok. You know, they just wanted to be rescued, you know. So if in fact they did stage this, which kind of seems like they did, that really sucks because they could have been helping somebody during that time. You know what I'm saying? Hey, sis, how are you? <laughs> they could have really been helping somebody. So I think that is lame to fake a hurricane and to have people worried about your mom when she's sitting right next to you. Because while they're while they're playing around, this is what's really going on to, with people for real. Where this reporter had to pull this lady out of the flood. It's really bad. So for people to be... Um, I forgot about that. Hey, hey, sis. Yeah, this is Miss Michi. You just missed your commercial. Sorry about that. You're right. I didn't uh, face, 
StreamYard does not show Facebook identity, so I'm sorry about that. <laughs> hey, hey, Fluent Radio. They show Fluent Radio. <laughs> hey, ladies, how are you doing today? Just talking about um this DZ family that is faking um their mom being stuck in a hurricane in the flood when in fact real stuff is happening so i just need people to quit doing stuff for clout like it's just it's just lame at this point you know just 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 super lame so the next thing that i want to get into this is not of importance it's kind of important to me so are we here for it? mcdonald's will have an adult happy meal um this october yes they play way too much this um so Looks like McDonald's will be selling adult Happy Meals for a limited time only. The corporation reportedly linked up with the Cactus Plant Flea Market to release an adult meal box, which includes iconic character toys inside. Now, I actually went to McDonald's because I wanted to get these toys. I was all about nostalgia, and um, yeah, the line was super long. So this will be this will be running, uh, which is Monday now um, through October 30th, and I'm gonna be there. I'm going to get the Happy Meal toys. Yes, I am. Bet your bottom dollar. So I'm super, super <laughs> excited about that. It's just the little stuff for me. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just the little stuff for me. Um, should we do a commercial? Yeah, why don't we go? No, no, no. Yeah, let's do a commercial. If you've been wondering how you can help the BYLK platform, wonder no more. Here are three ways that you can support my platform. Number one, share. This is the best option because it's free. All you have to do is press the button, share here, share there. And if you want to take it a step further, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks in advance. The second thing is we have Kofi, which is a platform where you can donate in matcha tea. $3 at the least. Anything, any money that you have um, given into the platform, we thank you and we appreciate it. No amount is too small and of course no amount is too big. And then the third thing, subscribe to our mailing list. Another great thing. Also, all of the content that is in the newsletter will not always be posted on social media. As always, thank you for your support and as always, be sure to be kind to yourself and each other. Yes, 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 yes. So that said everything in the commercial. Um, every moniker is be your own kind 24, um, be your own kind.com if you want to just subscribe to our mailing list and keep up with everything going on, BYOK. And if you want to tip your girl a matcha tea, that's Kofi ko-fi.com backslash be your own kind 24. So fluent red, mind you. Mind you, Fluent Radio and Miss Michi are partners of BYOK, so make sure that you check them out. Um, but I do agree that it'll be cool if they put the old school happy. Yes, yes, bring back the Tiny Toons. You remember the Tiny Toons? Uh, those were the best. That was the best McDonald toys was those Tiny Toons, the little baps. And and uh, was it Plucky Duck? Yeah, they need to bring back. Yeah, they need to bring back all the good toys. And I know they're showing like Grimace and and Ronald McDonald, those are good toys too, but bring back those toys where, yes, yes, I used to collect, I used to want a Happy Meal, like every Friday, my mom would take me to go get a Happy Meal, and I would just collect the, the Tiny Toon, that was it, that was it, what was another one, you know, McDonald toys used to be, used to be it, and Burger King would try, they would try so very hard, but you know, y'all got the flame, 
spoiled burger. So it's okay. It's okay. But Happy Meals, yes, McDonald's, McDonald's attract the kids. They definitely do. Even, even us who are like almost 40, you thinking back of like the Happy Meal. So yeah, yeah. I hope I hope they do keep up with this nostalgia. So speaking of children <laughs> and um when we were younger, it looks like the US Department of Education is trying to flip the switch. Uh, for borrowers that qualify for President Biden's debt, debt relief program. Not pretty much flipping, but they're adding like caveats. Um, so they're saying in a remarkable reversal that will affect the fortunes of millions of student loan borrowers, the U.S. Department of Education quietly changed its rules on who was eligible for President Biden's comprehensive student debt relief program. Yes, always, always. <laughs> so the U.S. Department of Education is moving funny. I mean, they recently changed its guidance around who qualifies for President Joe Biden's student debt relief plan. According to NPR, the changes regarding borrowers who took out federal student loans several years ago. This includes Perkin loans and federal family education loans. Reports still State FFEL department's website advised borrowers that they could consolidate those loans into federal direct loans and thereby qualify for relief under Biden's debt cancellation program. However, get to the good part, and I lost my place and I'm trying to play it off. However, the department quietly changed the language. The current guidance states that as of September 29, 2022, last week, borrowers with federal student loans not held by ED cannot obtain one-time debt relief by consolidating those loans into direct loans. This change can potentially affect roughly 800,000 borrowers. At this time, it's unclear why the department reversed its decision on allowing FFEL borrowers with commercially held loans to consolidate and then qualify for debt relief. Thoughts? I mean, what can you say? What can you say? You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. They signed bills saying they're doing something publicly, but do the reversal quietly. By the way, the gas prices are going back up. <laughs> That's what Sincere Show had to say. So a lot of people wasn't really happy. Like everybody kind of felt like this whole student loan debacle was or relief, so so to speak, was supposed to change things. But um, they're flipping things and they're not letting us know. And they're just kind of slipping in the cracks. But, you know, thanks to uh stuff like instagram the shade room and stuff like that that keep us informed on things like that if you're not really following and reading up on those things so yeah i mean we were kids when we took out them student loans <laughs> so just be aware if you are affected on that just make sure that you keep up you know and you look that stuff up and you google it um, just to make sure that you still qualify for things and to, to check the, the government changes because things change all the time and all, not all of it gets announced, you know, like certain information gets left out. So it's always good to do your own research with things like that. Speaking of doing research, I thought this was just something great to share. A TikToker was telling everybody that um, IT worker explains why you should delete your browsing history every day at work i wonder if this is the video no it is not this is what he said i just want to come on here and give y'all a tip from corporate up. america um i work in the it department at my uh, company i just want to give y'all a little tip please listen to me 
if you're going to search something at work, whatever it is, always do it in incognito mode or, you know, in a private window. Even if you do it in that private window, delete your browser history at the end of your shift every time. Every time you clock out, you need to delete your history. It needs to go delete history, clock out. I'm trying to save y'all because I told y'all I work in IT and there are certain things we can do. And there are certain things we can do where if we want to know your browser history, we can get that information. It's not that hard, baby. I promise you it's not. So delete your browser history. Better yet, just look it up on your phone. Just put out the middleman. Delete your browser. My whole thing is if you are searching for something at work, you should be mindful of what you're searching. Like, I think when you go straight to my Google at work, I'm looking up Disney movies. I probably should to delete that. But I'm saying, like, if you look, if you shopping on Amazon and looking up sketchy things and, you know, you have to be mindful anyway because you're thinking that you're deleting stuff. But stuff is never erased when you work at a business. And IT always have access to something like the delete is phantom it's not real like it's it's in there somewhere even your conversations that you may have on zoom or team microsoft teams whatever you use you hit delete it is not always deleted so be mindful of when you're sending messages and things like that at work um them employers trying to get folks caught up but what are they searching? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like when um, when they're looking to like have something against you or something like that or, or trying to fire you or push you against the corner, that's when that extra search happened. I don't think like businesses really care about what you're doing until they're trying to push you out the door. Like that's just my opinion. Like because who has time to be searching everybody's uh, browse hit browser history and stuff like that? I always feel like it's a it's a motive, especially for at will state. Well, they just have to accumulate paperwork to just push you out. But even so, just just be careful. I always say to SYA, make sure that you save your ass and all, all that you do at work. For real, make sure you save your documentation. And we went over this a couple of weeks ago, even good or bad. Just make sure that you're you're you have a folder, uh, preferably on your Google Drive of things of your job. Because if you get let go, anything that you've saved on your email is gone obsolete so just be uh sure to cover yourself all right it is at the 26 uh mark so we're gonna do one more commercial if i could this episode is sponsored by better health people often think anxiety looks one way but it has many faces and many emotions that sometimes can be overwhelming and daunting i know about this feeling all too well because at a point I felt powerless to my emotions, almost to the point of drowning in them. So I decided to seek out a therapist to later learn that I have generalized anxiety disorder. If you have been experiencing the same feeling, please know that BetterHelp is here to help. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You have the option of talking with a therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in under 48 hours. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you will schedule secure video and phone sessions plus you get to exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. 
Thanks to therapy, I learned the tools that I needed to conquer my anxiety and over-obsessive thinking. I did it afraid, and I took that leap to talk with someone, to later learn that it was going to be okay and that I was going to be okay. Please know that you can request a new therapist at no additional charge, anytime. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced Better Health therapist. And better yet, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com B-Y-O-K. That's betterhelp.com B-Y-O-K because you deserve it. And you do, and you do deserve it. If you sign up for betterhelp.com backslash BYLK today, you will get 10% off your first month with them. Look, I can't stress how important it is to just talk to someone, um, just to clear your head, flip a uh, flip of perspective. Like it's always good to talk to someone, especially when you're in like a muddy place. So um, please make sure that you I always say this every time, make sure you have a support system. Um, make sure you reach out to someone because you don't have to go through through anything alone. You don't. Um, okay, so we're always talking about a sisterhood. You know, what is the sister code, which me and Miss Michi will eventually get into on Sis Glow Up. Make sure you check that out. But we're talking about a brother code today. Now, Kenan Thompson, estranged wife, is now dating his former Kenan and SNL co-star. So the thing is about this co-star, Chris Red, is he actually, like, Kenan actually has him on his show like uh keenan has a has a primetime show and chris red is on that show with him so how a little bit awkward is that that he is dating his um his as his ex-wife is there a bro code is this okay i mean i don't know so uh, thankful um courtesy of bala alert um keenan thompson's estranged wife is dating the comedian former saturday night live co-star chris red Thomas and Red shared screens together, working alongside on Saturday Night Live. Red also played Thompson's brother on his now-canceled sitcom, Kenan. Oh, my God, they canceled Kenan? I love that show. Anyway, okay, I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, <laughs> Thompson and his estranged wife, Christina Evangeline, quietly parted way six months ago, and now she's reportedly dating Red. According to an Entertainment Tonight source, the two met during Thompson's time on SNL. Ugh. Chris and Christina Evangeline are dating. The two know each other through SNL since Chris worked with her ex, Kenan Thompson. They started dating after Kenan and Christina split. So they must have been talking or gallivanting or something or having an entanglement. So Thompson and Evangeline were wed in 2011 and they share two daughters together who are four and eight. Oh, man. I wonder how that's going. I wonder if that has something to do with the Keenan cancellation. Now I want to get into it. I love Keenan. Like, he is such a, a poster boy. Like, how could you do that to Keenan? How could you do that to Keenan? Is there a bro code? Like, is, is the bro code similar to the, the sister code when it comes to dealing with someone's ex? Like, especially their ex-wife. Clearly, that was a love of his life, you know? Um, I don't know. Is, is is that a line cross in a bro code? I don't know. I mean, as, as a woman, I'm just like, how could you do that? But what if there is no, I would assume it would be something there. Um, 
Lotto has not been on my two cent in a really long time, which is great because she's been amazing. She was even amazing when she was on there. Um, but she has um rubbed Twitter wrong, which it doesn't take much with this interview that she had with this little girl. So let's get into describe your personal style. I think I'm authentic. I think I give a modern, sexually liberated woman. You'll learn about that later. Okay. How would you describe your personal style? It's a little girl. I think I'm authentic. I think I give a modern, sexually liberated woman. You'll learn about that later. Okay. She said, okay, like, I, I I don't really know what you mean. So they're saying love Lotto, but this wouldn't have been my answer for a little girl. So I I agree. I agree. Even though I went over the little girl's head, now she's going to go home and be like, mom, what's sexually liberated? Like, that just causes all types of conversation that a mom is not ready for. So this is what Twitter had to say. This little girl said, okay, she did. She did remind me of the, the mom on Friday. Like, okay. <laughs> And then um, Izzy says, I'm sorry, there's some weird um, pedo stuff. Why would you talk to an eight-year-old like this and then say you will learn about that later? Bruh, the signs are right there. Another person says, I'd agree it's inappropriate, but this reply is making some extreme and left-field accusations. Y'all really got to relax with the Twitter buzzwords y'all frivolously use on here. Yeah, because I think going as far as calling her like pedo, I think that's just too far. I think it was inappropriate, but... I think we shouldn't be so quick to throw out, you know, throw out that word. Then this person said, LOL, my mom grew up calling herself sexy and I never correlated to sex. Woo, Americans. She She's probably not from here. And then sexy and sexually liberated are not the same. I just feel like neither one should be said to a kid. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. That little girl is like, okay. I mean, it went over the little girl's head. Trying to brainwash a child with thoughtery disguises empowerment is beyond me. I mean... Female idols literally have nothing else going for them. If they couldn't sell sex, they'd have nothing. Now, that's a topic. That's a topic. Um, there are definitely little kid ways to say the same thing, like modern, confident, loving, and appreciating the body that I have, friendly, social, feeling free to enjoy adulthood. Who says sexually liberated to babies? Clearly, Lotto does, and clearly she's not around a lot of kids. Um, I feel like when she when it came out of her mouth, she just went with it. We could, she could have just slipped and was like, "Okay, I'm here. Let me just keep let me just keep going with it." Either way, um, that little girl went home asking questions. I can promise you, she went home asking questions like, "What's sexually liberated, mom?" So yeah. Um, then there was some other uh, comments that was like, "Well, why was that little girl there?" in the first place but my whole thing is i mean so she can't she can't interview because people don't know how to uh say child appropriate responses i don't know i don't know either way it went over the kids here but i can understand why twitter was mad but i'm not gonna go as far and, and say she's trying to destroy little girls or nothing like that like um but it, it it you do have to be careful how you you know you impress children or whatever so that's my two cents it wasn't that deep but twitter thought it was so i was talking about it let me tell you what is deep i take up for kanye all the time if you have been a regular listener of my podcast i have at least three to four episodes taken up for kanye 
But Kanye, he's Chicago native, like I am. He is a Gemini, just like me. So I'm like, okay, he is the most misunderstood sign, zodiac sign, Gemini. You know, he's different. He's eccentric. You know, he 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 doesn't know how to sometimes articulate it, but it's always a message in everything he does. And yet I'm always able to find it. But in this, I cannot. I, I cannot. And I'm sad about it. Like, I cannot. So... I was excited that he had his like Paris fashion show for Yeezy, you know, his creative. I love to see his creativity, like in anything that he does. <sighs> Not only is he wearing a white lives matter t-shirt, he's wearing it with Candace Owens, who is anti black everything. <laughs> um, and so the root courtesy of the root um, on Instagram says, boy, bye. Kanye West pulls another dumbass stunt i usually uh block out the curse word but this is how i feel whereas white lives matter shirt at yeezy show if kanye stunt wasn't enough candace owens joined the bandwagon wearing her white lives matter attire at his surprise yeezy show in paris on monday kanye west stunned audience members by wearing a shirt that had the words white lives matter in capital letters across the back the artist who now legally goes by Ye also had his model sport the shirt as well. That were also black, by the way. Besides him stood our favorite white ring commentator, Candace Owens, wearing her version of the shirt. Following a very public fallout with the Gap, as well as an asinine call to boycott, boycott Adidas, West debuted his highly anticipated season nine Yeezy collection during the Paris pop-up. However, his latest stunt reiterates how the rapper relies on race to cause controversy. Not only is it predictable, but it become downright pathetic. It wasn't that long ago that West used race as a weapon against his ex-wife, he did, Kim Kardashian, when it comes to how the former couple decided to co-parent. In reference to the entire Kardashian family, West stated that they play like that with black men's lives and he wasn't playing about his black children anymore. And we went over this. Clearly, it was a ploy to get public sympathy at the star as the star had no problem enabling the famous family when it came to cultural appropriation and even famously featured Kim in his videos. I don't need a two cent for that. That 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 was that was right on point. I don't know what this was for. Like I don't know what the purpose of it is. I don't know what what we're supposed to get out of this. I don't understand it. And she's sitting there smiling. And the fact that he grabs her is just adds more insult to injury. I, I honestly don't think he can come back from this, but it's Kanye. He's resilient. He's going to come back from this. But I really don't. I really, really don't don't know how, and I don't know what he's actually doing. So Boosie, who always, we can always rely on him to call out crazy stuff. He says, Kanye, after all we've been through as a race, you put this disrespectful S on you gives no Fs about how Blacks have died and suffered to the hands of the white man. And you say Bush don't like Black people? Really? So yeah, he's mad. You do remember this infamous Most tragic loss of all. George Bush doesn't care about Black people. That's when we knew that <laughs> something was like, he, he's going to say whatever you say, he don't care. He doesn't have a filter. You know, but this is the Kanye West that we remember and that we know. Um, 
it, he kind of threw everybody off when he said that. You see, Chris Tucker was just like, uh, I do remember that. But this is a fool. This is a total fool. And who is this guy? Is this Biden? Who is this guy on the front of the shirt with a cross? It's it, it's just all types of fool. And this is this is our Kanye now. This is our Kanye now. And look with his kids there and all these black black people models walking around with white lives matter. What what was the art? What was the artistic? the creative what 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 was that i can't even get that out like I, I don't know i don't know yay normally i'm with you normally i'm with you but i i i don't i don't know on this one and so it kept going um courtesy of the shade room is just saying social media reacts to kanye west white lives matter shirt um Mark Lamont says Kanye West's decision to wear a White Lives Matter shirt is disgusting, dangerous, and irresponsible, especially with the amount of people that follows him. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all will rush to defend him. You should ask yourselves why. Kanye Gates said it best. <laughs> Kevin Gates. I can't even read. Kevin Gates said it best. Black Lives Matter. If you don't understand the symbolism of Kanye pandering White Lives Matter and All Lives Matter, this is the reason. Did he say it? Is this a video? It is not. So um, at this point, if you are mad over Kanye's t-shirt, you aren't thinking logically. You're in your feelings. There are more important things to be mad about, and it ain't a t-shirt. Representation and expression is everything. Everything. And this is not in a forward direction with what <laughs> with where we're trying to go as a people. Like that it is more than a t-shirt. And then this person says, so many folks are trying to excuse Kanye wearing a White Lives Matter t-shirt as just the troll move or marketing. Maybe it is, but it's a dangerously dumb message to send for someone with his massive platform. I've been off dude, but y'all go ahead labeling his foolishness as genius. Yeah, it, it, it is irresponsible in, in, this, in this case. Kanye West making black models wear White Lives Matter shirts is a accumulation... Come, come, blah, 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 come, I can't say it, of his anti-blackness and his immersion in white supremacy ideologies and methods. Disgusting. Kanye West was on Instagram not too long ago talking about the Kardashians were corrupting his black children just to be wearing white lives matter shirt. Um, I want to show support for the singer Kanye West, and he's not a singer, and T-shirt White Lives Matter. What courage and solidarity he shows with white people, unlike some lefty liberal morons who show nothing but disdain and hatred towards the white race. This is what builds unity. Kanye ended his fashion show with Macklemore after sending a White Lives Matter T-shirt down the runway is insanity. What if Kanye is starting a White Lives Matter organization to steal millions of dollars from white people and buy luxury real estate? So it was mixed reviews. It was mixed reviews. Um, some people loved it, which seemed to be um, other racist, but black people were just kind of like, what are you doing? And I think it's kind of like a shocker because when he first came out with like um, high school dropout, like he was all like, like pro back talking talking about the community building the community you know open your minds free your mind you know don't be so um stuck on commercialism and and um purchasing things and all of these name brands and stuff like that only to years later just do things like this it's like he started out 
as an advocate for black people, which is why it's just been a constant punch in the face when he makes these decisions. Even if he's trying to do wow factor, you're da- you're you're damaging. You're being you're being irresponsible with with this at this point, you know. And it's going to be a point where there is no point of return. I don't know what it will be for him, but it's going to be a point. It is like. Um, and like I said, I normally stand for him. Then you had Jaden Will Smith's son was just like, I don't care who this is. I don't, if I don't feel the message, I'm out. So a lot of people wasn't feeling this. A lot of people couldn't find a silver lining in this white lives matter shirt. Like a lot of people just wasn't, they just wasn't for it. And here's the last thing that I want to talk about regarding this. Cause this wasn't even on my lineup. (laughs) This just happened. I'm like, well, I want to talk about it. So um, Manifest McClinton, I have no idea who it means. It says, do white laughs not matter? So Van Lathan says, we don't need a reminder of the worth of white lives. America is a shrine to the worth of white people. This message is reactionary to a message affirming the worth of black lives, which have never been worth anything in America. In its intent, it's a white supremacist notion because it, it, uh, Oh, this is so little. It posits that we can't have a conversation about the worth of black people without having a conversation about the worth of white people, which is effing insane. The notion that it always has to be about white people in America is incredibly frustrating, emotionally draining, and the whole problem. But here's Kanye apparently centering that notion. Oh, it was bigger. I should have kept going. Um, He makes a point. I don't really have anything to say about that i don't and then he has white last matter on with grills and stuff on this the grill ain't in right now but they say while the black and latino communities make kanye richer by his sneakers he's here showing us once again that he doesn't care about us i'm not going to go as far as say he doesn't care about us but he doesn't care about us more than his ego and more than trying to make a a statement and try to make some type of weird Kanye footprint that we are not aware of. So it's nothing is ever going to be greater than his ego. He's not going to love anyone more than what him pretty much and what he's trying to do. And um, that shows more and more, um, which saddens me, but I'm not going to go as far as say he doesn't care. I'm just saying um, he has limits limits to that concern and it's always going to end with what he wants to do and the statement that he's trying to make now if he turns around and try to you know finagle out of this i'll be really shocked but i don't i honestly don't think that's that's going to be easy speaking of a fool since we're on the roll here that wasn't even on my lineup so i just i just wanted to talk about it so i think it's really weird when i go to the neighborhood talk and i see wendy williams ex-husband kevin hunter he's getting emotional while vowing to get back was his was his now wendy worked for this and i understand he helped her but this was her sweat and tears this was her work i understand like background yes support so important but she was putting she was like putting her health which we see you know the outcome of that like always putting her her health underneath her fame and her work ethic she's a hard-working woman and no one can ever take that away from wendy so he says nobody will ever bring the energy the charisma the passion the expertise and the talent like you've seen kevin hunter and my ex wendy williams and and the team that was behind us huh let's hear what he gotta say y'all my son is a huge part of why I'm choosing to change my life. I have to be a better role model to him. 
I need to, you know, we went through our own situation and, you know, it had to deal with weed, you know, and, and, and you know, I'm happy to say that he is a senior, you know, going to college and he's about to graduate soon. And, you know, as his father, we stand tall and healthy. As far as his mom, you know, everybody's going to have these questions and I'm not going to dwell on that. You know, she is getting the help that she needs. And hopefully, you know, she'll come out of this a, a swinger. I know she got it in her. As far as my immediate family, you know, I could not do it without the gracious help of my of my queen that's that's rep representing me now. Sharina Hudson and, and, and the family I have. They, they, everybody's family. Let's be clear. Everybody's family, and I realize that I have to swing the sword for my whole family because there are a lot of people that's trying to exploit what I have built along with my family. I'm not going to let no... I like the way he's saying I like it wasn't Wendy's name on everything. Let's continue. Nobody take away from me what's mine no more. And I need to be very focused for the fight that's, that's in front of me. So I'm not going to take a lot of time because, you know, I'm getting emotional. And I told myself I wasn't gonna do this. But you know what? A good friend of mine that's known me for 20 years just called me and said, Kev, whatever journey you on right now, I see your growth, I see your passion, I see a person I never knew before. Keep going. So please don't take my tears for any kind of sign of weakness. Because anybody that know me know that I, I'm a fighter. And furthermore, to back up what I, I originally said this week in my stories, and you're going to hear this out of my mouth. What? This is no slight to whatever, whomever else is in the talk show game and doing what they got to do. What you got to say? But I, I stand here today on September 17th, uh, 2022, being 51 years old. Really? After running through this, in, running through this, not just music industry, but this television industry for, for 11 years and taking something that they would not give me, I had to take it the whole my What did he have to take? What did he have to take? She was on the radio before she met this dude, right? My people down. And I'm going to say this with pride and passion. Nobody, and I mean nobody, will ever bring the energy the charisma, the passion, the expertise, the talent, and whatever else you want to call it. Like you seen Kelvin Hunter and my ex, Wendy Williams. What energy, charisma, and passion and expertise have we seen? See, this, this put me in a line of like gaslighting. Like it really does. Like your you're playing victim when part of the reason that her health declined and she had to keep getting help was what you've done to her, how you publicly, publicly humiliated her after she trusted you with everything she worked for. And you sit here and you cry and you get emotional like, well, I can't believe this happened. But where were you when she needed you when she needed you when she needed your support? Now I need to get better because my my uh, son is going to college. Your son has been here forever. So now you're deciding this. Is it because the money is 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 shriveling up? I don't understand that. Like, I, I don't I don't understand that. And 
Um, normally I, I try to see, you know, both sides or whatever, but the way he did her and publicly humiliated her and even in like the, the divorce situation, how, you know, she had to pay him spousal support to take care of him, um, the mistress and the baby and all, and, and now she doesn't even have access to her own money. Now we're feeling starting and then you're throwing your name out there. Not, it's an injustice done to Wendy and I've helped, I've helped contribute to, you know, some of her health issues and things that she's going through and the demise of all she worked for. Because despite that we all worked for this together, you stepped out and you had an additional kid. Where's the responsibility for that? And where's the publicly a public apology or personal apology to her? So I get what he's saying. Like she's a legacy. I will say that she is dope. But what I have to say is she started these things before him. And yes, he helped her along the way. But what we're not going to do is make it seem like, you know, he's struggling and he's suffering when this when Wendy is literally in a facility right now fighting for her life and trying to get her life back on track. And she's been trying to do that for years, you know, to the point where she lost everything she worked for. So I don't know. Maybe this is just a woman thing where I feel, but miss me on that. So, um... Now, you know, after watching that, I did want to see, like, how she was doing. Um, and so I did look it up. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, but um, she's not in a good state because they say she keeps waking up thinking, you know, and forgetting that her show was even canceled. So they're saying even before Wendy Williams admitted to fans on her talk show that she'd been battling with addiction and living in a sober house to fully recover, the former radio host had been open about her addiction to cocaine. While Williams is now attempting to find her way back into the spotlight with the podcast that she says to be working on, though the U.S. Sun is reporting that some close to the star are now worried that her habits are making things worse for her. According to an anonymous source, Wendy lives like she thinks she's a baddie. She always felt that way, but her body isn't saying it nowadays. Basically, the source claims that Williams is still trying to live like someone who has her life fully together, possibly to the point of ignoring the severity of her health problems and all of the consistent changes needed to her lifestyle to make things better for her in the short and long term. Another source got more specific and noted that Williams' use of alcohol is seen as an issue. She can't stop drinking and she needs to stop drinking it's just making her health worse and my heart goes out to her to have lost everything everything she's worked for everything she's worked for family crumbled um show crumbled you know all at once money money issues all at once and that's a lot like like i always say we can't forget that these people are people these celebrities are people so my heart goes out to her so while he's here getting emotional why if we're if your family help her help her support her and i know she's fighting because that's what she do no even the strongest person needs a shoulder to lean on at times and i feel like i feel like that's the least you can do if you love her and your family that's the least you can do and yes yes sorry if i'm being judgmental but i just feel like that's the least you can do that's the least you can do when you have contributed contributed to her falling backwards you know, and yes, yes, with addiction, it is up to the person to make up their mind, but there are also triggers that take you backwards. And I'm pretty sure that situation was a trigger for her. So we have to be careful how we treat others. And when we do treat others insanely, I think that we need to apologize when we're wrong, not sit and play victim and just, 
just throw out everything that we did to hurt that person. Because just because you're ignoring it doesn't mean that it didn't affect that person like it's affecting her. So um, my heart goes out to Wendy Williams. And I really hope, I do know that she's a fighter and I know that she will survive it. Um, but watching that video, it, it upset me. It really did. I'm not going to lie. It, it, it really upset me. Um, so our last, I think I went through all my commercials, y'all. I think I did. Oh, I got one more commercial and then we'll get into the last topic. Okay, Cynthia J. Designs Fall in Love Collection is now available. Make sure you hop over there to designsbycynthiaj.com and let her know that BYOK sent you. All right, so this is just a quick little topic we're going to go go through before we uh, log off for the night. I saw the documentary on uh, TMZ about the, the, not the infamous, the legendary Richard Simmons. Yes, Richard Simmons. And he was missing and everybody was like, where did he go? And and after watching the documentary, I'm just kind of like, he wanted to live the rest of his life as his best life. Like, I feel like he gave, he, he seemed like he was an empath and he wore his heart on his sleeve and he was getting calls all day. And do you know when you are listening to people constantly and trying to help people that that takes a piece of you that takes a piece of your spirit and a piece of your energy and i just think he simply he just couldn't do it anymore and he wanted to enjoy his millions and live the rest of his life out taking care of him which we find out that you are one of the most important people in your life and i feel like he's his cup his cup finally ran empty and he realized that he was neglecting one of the most important people to him which was himself so there was a lot of theories on it, but I really honestly just believe what, what I just said. So the big thing is Richard Simmons disappeared, but not really because I noticed that he was still showing old videos. As you can see, this is like September 22 where he's telling people he's still telling people to exercise and everything. He's just not being, you know, um, you know, intimate, like in the intimate setting and calling people and being all in their face. And basically people were making fun of him too. And all he was trying to do was care. You know, that's another thing. Like, why are we making fun of somebody that's trying to make a difference? Why don't we jump on the bandwagon and make a difference our own way? And that's what, how he reached people was his authenticity to me. So, um, so this was the message where, uh, oh, people were, um, it looked like somebody was scamming somebody like reaching out to people saying they were Richard Simmons. So this was the one, this is the post that everybody was like, Oh my God, he's okay. So on August 24th, Richard Simmons on Facebook was saying, thank you everyone for your kindness and love, love Richard. So a lot of people started reaching back out when this TMC documentary came out, like where is Richard? And so a lot of people in the documentary was like, well, he wanted, he might have tried to be a woman or um, he was being held hostage. Like people couldn't believe that he had just stopped. He, he stopped at his peak. He felt like maybe this was this was it for him. Kind of like Dave Chappelle. Like, I don't, with the Dave Chappelle show, like, you know, let me stop why it's here, why it's legendary. And he stopped at a good point. And I think that a lot of people should take, take a page out of Richard Simmons' book is when things get 
when things get too rough or you reach your peak or it's beginning to be too much and you're losing yourself, you need to step back from things, you know? And and I know that in a way, like, but so many people depend on me, but how of, of how effective are you if you're empty and you have nothing left to give, you know, like, are you, are you, you're running on empty? Like if you're running on empty, you can't really help anybody else, you know? So, um, after, after watching the documentary, I will need to read this verbatim, but this was, um, an article thanks to teddyfeed.com was the real story behind Richard Simmons' disappearance. And the thing about this title is we really don't know the real reason because he hasn't said anything. All we can do is speculate, right? So, this is just everything that I was saying. Look at him just being himself. He didn't care. So they're saying that he wasn't his usual self in his final um, appearance. And he wasn't. He was like, look, the best the best thing you need is self-love. And that was just it for him or whatever. And how many times have he been telling us that? You know what I'm saying? In his, in his like vibrant way or whatever. So they're saying the first time anyone realized that something was wrong is when he didn't show up for his slimming studio. And so he blamed it on his knee. He had a knee knee replacement. If you didn't know this, Richard was born without um, certain bones in his foot. So he was bound to eventually have knee issues. So him having these, you know, having this defect, you know, he leaned on food and he was treated like poorly in school poorly in school where he was saying you know people was making fun of him you know just just treating him all types of ways because of his weight and how he initially lost like 134 pounds was that he was like drinking water and and something like and I don't know he was barely eating till he eventually um developed an eating disorder and so he had to learn you know how to keep the weight off healthily and then that's when he wanted to help help everyone else and so he he um went to this um he started working at this restaurant in L- in LA and to save up money i think he saved up $25,000 and he opened up his studio it wasn't at first called slimmons but it eventually became slimmons and then he was on different shows and he was just affecting people and and reaching people and impacting people and then this is how we know Richard Simmons we saw him on all of the infomercials you know he was everywhere Richard Simmons was everywhere you know and so the fact that everybody was just like used to him being everywhere and used to him being there for everyone and then he just disappears and it made me think about life like how we make ourselves readily accessible to everyone and then when we reach that point where we need to recharge and we step back and people like well wait what happened to them you know what's their problem now now it's a problem when you have to take care of self And it's like when people help us, we have to remember that once again, it takes a piece of them. And even the strong person weakens. That's why it's important to have people in your circle where iron sharpens iron, where you balance the other person out, right? So he didn't really have friends. All he had was his eight dogs. And they were just trying to say that. I'm not even reading this article. I'm telling you the whole thing. His eight, like his eight dogs died. And every time a dog died, he was really sad about it. And when he lost his last dog, they said that had something to do with it. I just feel like he was done. He was done. You know, and it was no offense to anyone. There's never any offense when you choose 
self-care over yourself it's never an offense it's, it's an offense to those that that don't really sincerely understand you and want to keep using you yeah it's an offense to them because now they gotta fend for their own selves or find somebody else to plug in but it should never be an offense for your true circle when you have to take that time out to recharge reset and get yourself together. You know, you need healing too. You need encouragement too. You are a person. You know what I'm saying? So while you're giving and giving and giving, you still have things and unresolved things in your own life that you need to, you know, search search through or or cry through or pray through or journal through. You know what I'm saying? You still have your own healing to do and you should have that right to, to undergo that healing. So I feel like this was his time to heal. He was so busy helping everybody else, but he also had childhood trauma and things that he needed to deal with. You know what I'm saying? So um, people are saying they were left in the dark. My thing is, if he would have told people that he was going to stop being Richard Simmons, how many people would have would have guilted him or made him feel like he was obligated to do this? You know, so I feel like the best way you know, for him to like just rip the bandaid and just like disappear. I feel like that was the best, best thing for him that he needed to do. So everybody is saying like, like I'm just told you that his knee injury was the blame for his disappearance. And um, they said, even if he was injured, he should still have access to a phone unless someone know. Instead, though, he left everyone in silence, suggesting there was no more to the story then he was letting go and which is not true because he he his last the last day of slim is before the studio closed he did have a letter saying it would be hard for me to say goodbye because i would just be hugging you and it would be really sad and i'm not good with goodbye so let's just leave it you know as is and you know me for for who i was so it wasn't just like peace out you know he did let the slimmings family know you know so um so it was deeply troubling. Let me see. He missed Joan Rivers' funeral and everybody was like, well, how could he miss Joan Rivers' funeral when that was his friends? And they was just like, they were mad and offended that he didn't come to the funeral. He said, whatever was going on in this man's life surely wasn't significant enough that he missed out on his something like this. People only get one funeral. So if he were truly Joan's friend, he put aside, he'll put issues aside and be there to say goodbye. Who are we to tell him? Who are we to tell him what he did or didn't do? How do we know that he wasn't at her bedside? How do we know that they didn't have final moments? We don't know that. We got to meet people where they're at. We can't always assume, well, you should have did this. And you you don't know the strength that people have and the weakness that people have. I mean, where's the grace? You know what I'm saying? Like, like he was obligated to be there for people. Who was obligated to be there for him? Who thought to call him and see how he was doing, if he was eating and if he was fine? He's disappeared this whole time and people just want to know where he is just for the sake of nosiness. But who's really concerned and on his door and knocking like, hey, I just want to know how you are. You don't even have to tell me what's going on with you. I just want to know that you're okay. And I'm sure some people did that, but, you know, anyway. So that says, was he ignoring their calls or was someone else stopping him from taking the other people? So now talking to other people. So he had a um, a long life um, housekeeper for 19 years that they said was holding him hostage in his home. And he he put out a statement and said that he can freely move wherever he wants to do, you know, be and go wherever he, he want to go. And he's not being hostage by this lady. Um, basically, she's still living there with him and taking care of him. So you know, he's not, he's not totally alone. So 
Um, and then the other, we talked about the dogs. Those are the eight Dalmatian dogs that he had that eventually um, passed away. Um, they said that the passing of his last dog might have caused a mental breakdown, which I can see. Then this other rumor was claiming that Richard was transitioning from a male to a female. And he actually sued the National Enquirer for this, but he didn't win because he'd have to come out the house and prove that he was still a guy. So that didn't work out. Um, but he did, you know, say something like, no, this is not, this is not cool. So um, this is talking about his, this is his longtime health um, housekeeper, which I think is his longtime friend or whatever. So um, I think I didn't say everything that's in here now. Um, it's a fence around his property because clearly he don't want to be bothered. Um, it says housekeepers don't typically live with the people they work for. That's not true. They show up at the start of the day to do their job, then leave once the shift is over. Not Revella's though. Apparently she's at Richard's home all the time. That's according to Mauro, at least, who claims things have been this way since the star ceased appearing in public. But she's been with him for 19 years, so I feel like, you know, he probably feel comfortable. He's saying that he's not being held hostage, so you know, we have to believe them, you know, they're putting tracking devices on her car and, and harassing her and stuff like that, all to know what's going on with Richard Simmons. So, um, so they're, so basically they're saying he's nowhere to be seen. This is basically the documentary now that I'm looking at it. Um, they said people, they, people have called to see if he was a victim of elder abuse. He said that he was fine. And then some people say that he's probably just, um, like hiding out in plain sight too. And then they were saying in June 2016, he was hospitalized for bizarre behavior. And then he told everybody he was dehydrated. So it's, it's, I mean, he's telling people, shut up, you know, leave me alone. And this is the last sighting that they really saw him. He was covered over with a blanket, didn't want anybody to see him. And so that's why everybody was kind of like, well, did he did, did he trans transition? But that's his business. That That is his business. We will always, basically, we will always love and cherish Richard Simmons for the impact that he had on the world and how he just sincerely cared about everybody, like, like legitimately care for everyone. So, um, Richard, if you're okay, continue living your best life. If you are not okay, um, let us know. Let us know because a lot of people, there are there are people that are concerned. I'm not thinking that everybody is nosy. You know what I'm saying? And and this is just a just a little tidbit of if you need that time to take out for yourself to recharge, to heal, whatever, take that time out and don't be afraid of what someone's gonna say. I mean, you only got one life too, and I'm pretty sure you want to live it fulfilled and peaceful and full of gratitude as well. It is great to help people, but if you're not helping yourself you know, what is it all for? Because you, like I said, you deserve a, a fulfilled life as well. So that is it. <laughs> that is it for the Monday Two Cents Live. Um, once again, if you are on YouTube, please follow. Nope, that is Twitch. If you are on YouTube, please subscribe, hit that notification button and like the video for me and sharing is caring. Make sure that you share the video as well. Um, what is it? Oh, you can find me on all monikers, all what Instagram, uh, Twitter, and uh, TikTok. Be your own kind, 
24. Thank you for spending this hour and 10 minutes with me tonight. I hope that um, you learned something or we laughed and we it, it was pretty fun. It was just some crazy stuff. Every Monday, it's a long lineup because so much stuff be happening on the weekend. People be busy. But anyway, <laughs> don't forget to be kind to yourself. Don't be, don't. And self-care looks individual for everyone. Your self-care is not going to match the next man's or next woman's self-care. So um, be sure to be um, kind to yourself and kind to each other. And I'll see you tomorrow night at 11 p.m. Eastern time. All right. Bye.